Hello, everyone. This is Brother James Eads with Watchman Street Ministry, and we're and Repent Radio, and we're doing Acts chapter seventeen. My last segment was Acts sixteen, and I mentioned in there that I may do seventeen. So here we go. We're only allowed an hour at a time, but praise Ahaya. That's all we need per seg- segment anyways, because hey, it gives us a little break. We do another one. That would be like part two, or uh, like this one's going to be Act 17. Anyways, uh, now when they had passed through... Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where was a synagogue of the Jews. Okay, this is Acts chapter 17. Now, when they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there where was a synagogue of the Jews. And Paul, as his manner was, went in unto them <clears throat> in three Sabbath days, reasoned with them out of the scriptures, opening and alleging that Christ must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead and that this Yeshia, whom I preached unto you, is Christ. That's what he said for three Sabbath days. He reasoned with them out of the scriptures. And that's what we must do. Reason with people out of the scriptures and let them know about Yeshia. Opening and legend that Christ must needs have suffered and risen again from the dead, and that this Yeshia, whom I preach unto you, is Christ, or the Messiah. Think about it. Yes, he had to suffer and rose from the dead again, because if if he didn't suffer for us and die for us, then we would have had no hope because how are we going to pay for our sins ourselves except burning for eternity in hell because we can't because our sin's too great that we can't pay for it. But he was without sin so he was able to take our sins upon himself. Because he was Elohim in the flesh, or God in the flesh. And some of them believed and consorted with Paul and Silas, and of the devout Greeks, a great multitude, and of the chief women, not a few. 
So it says here that a lot of devout Greeks and a great multitude, they were believing that was with them, some of them and believed and consorted with Paul and Silas. And of the devout Greeks, a great multitude. And of the great women, not a few. But the Jews, which believed not, moved with envy, took unto them certain lewd fellows of the baser sort, and gathered a company and set all the city on an uproar and assaulted the house of Jason and sought to bring them out to the people. So these Jews that did not believe, they were mad because they was bringing it to the Greeks and all and uh, letting them know about Yeshua. that he died for us and rose again from the dead. People, we must believe this. Only way to get to heaven is by receiving him as your Savior, as your King. It says, but the Jews which believe not moved with envy. Yeah, they envied them. They took unto them certain lewd fellows of the baser sort and gathered a company and set all the city on an uproar and assaulted the house of Jason and sought to bring them out to the people. And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, these that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. Yeah, Paul and them, the apostles, Peter, John, and all of them, oh, they've caused an uproar in this world after Yeshua died on that cross and rose again and was seen for 40 days before he ascended to heaven. And when he ascended to heaven, and when the baptism of the Rabbi Kadash happened, it turned this world upside down. That's what we need today to really set this world on fire. through the preaching of the cross. And it says, And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down are come hither also, whom Jason hath received. And these all do contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, one Yeshia. And they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. 
Yeah, because Caesar decrees that he himself is God. He wants to be the supreme leader. But then it was driving Caesar and them crazy because Caesar wants the glory and here's another king, Yeshia. And they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. And when they had taken security of Jason and of the other, they let them go. And the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. So Jason and them, they sent Paul and Silas away. They was like, immediately like, nope, you don't need to be here. They're ready to get y'all. So and the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea, who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews in Berea. These were more noble than those in Thessalonica. The ones in Berea are uh, more noble than those that are in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind. Yeah, the people of Berea, they received the word with all readiness of mind and searched the scriptures daily whether those things were so. That's the way we need to be doing. But a lot of these churches, a lot of these Christians in the churches nowadays, they don't read their Bibles, they don't read anything, they just go by what the preacher's preaching. I mean, if the rapture was to happen, they'd be wanting to grab the coattail of the pastor. But the thing is, is Nobody knows who's going to go if they do because we may all think we're right and we're not. Because there's all kinds of false doctrine going around. And even a pre-trib rapture is pretty much false. Because the way I read in the scriptures, it tries to tell me different. Immediately after the tribulation of those days. And then it says, Do not be deceived. That day will not come except there comes a falling away first and the man of sin, the man of perdition, be <clears throat> shown. In other words, He's got to be revealed first. But then they, and a lot of people says, no, 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 no. He won't show himself until after. 
But anyways, we're on here Act 17 right now. So tomorrow I'll probably do one on Second Thessalonians chapter 2 again. I don't know if I did that on here or on the Repent Radio or if I did it on uh, YouTube. I would like to find a way how to put these broadcasts on YouTube, though. If I can get them on Facebook, I can put them on Twitter, which I do, and Parlor. But I never could see how to put these uh, anchor on the uh, YouTube yet. But a how you willing, I learn. Okay, these were more noble than those in Thessalonica, in that they received the word with all readiness of mind and search the scriptures daily whether those things were so. Therefore, many of them believed also of honorable women, which were Greeks, and of men, not a few. Think about that. Many of them believed the honorable women, too, which were Greeks, and the men, not a few. But when the Jews of Thessalonica had knowledge that the word of Elohim was preached to Paul at Berea, they came thither also and stirred up the people. So these Jews of Thessalonica that had knowledge that the word of Elohim was preached to Paul and Berea, they come there stirring up the people. And then immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go, as it were, to the sea. But Silas and Timotheus abode there still. Just think everything happens to old Paul. I mean, he gets run off from everywhere. He had to go down a basket one time to get away from people that wanted to kill him. He must have done some powerful preaching. I mean, to get all these people stirred up. If he was to preach in some of the churches today, oh, they would have kicked him out. They probably would have stoned him. And these churches would think that they're doing sound doctrine, too. And then immediately the brethren sent away Paul to go, as it were, to the sea, but Silas and Timotheus abode there still. And they that conducted Paul brought him unto Athens. So he's in Greece. 
and receiving a commandment unto Silas and Timotheus for to come to him with all speed. So they that conducted Paul brought him unto Athens and receiving a commandment unto Silas and Timotheus for to come to him with all speed, they departed. <clears throat> now, while Paul waited for them at Athens, so Paul's having to wait for them because he sent for Timothy and Silas to come to where he's at with all speed. So now, while Paul waited for them at Athens, his spirit was stirred in him when he saw the city wholly given to idolatry. Yes, that city's given totally to idolatry. His spirit was stirred in him because of it. Because of all that idolatry, because they believed in all kinds of gods, not just one. You had a god for a different day, a god for different everything, I guess. Therefore disputed he in the synagogue with the Jews and with the devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him. So while he's waiting on Silas and Timothy to come join him, he's in Athens, he's preaching with them, talking to them, trying to talk with the people, trying to get them to come to Yeshua, you know. Where it says, therefore disputed he in the synagogue with the Jews and with the devout persons and in the market daily with them that met with him. Then certain philosophers of the Epicureans and of the Stoics encountered him. And some said, what will this babbler say? Others, some he seemeth to be a setter forth of strange gods because he preached unto them Yeshua and the resurrection. So while he's disputing with the Jews in the synagogue and with the devout persons and in the market daily, you know, trying to win souls, like we call it nowadays, what, uh, planting seeds and watering so that a higher can give the increase. Well, uh, certain philosophers and of the Epicureans and of the Stoics that encounter him, some are saying, what will this babbler say? Others, some seem to be a, well, he's a setter forth of a strange God. Because he's preaching Yeshua. 
and the resurrection. And they took him and brought him unto Areopagus, or Areopagus. I don't know how to pronounce it, but trying, saying, may we know what this new doctrine whereof thou speakest is. So they're wanting to know about the new doctrine which Paul is preaching to them about Yeshua. For thou certain, for thou bringest certain strange things to our ears, we would know therefore what these things mean. In other words, he's wonder, they're wondering about Yeshua because he's bringing it to them and it's strange things to their ears and they're wanting to know what these things mean. For all the Athenians and strangers which were there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. So they're wanting to hear. I mean, these Greeks were what you call, they was wanting to hear the word. They was, they're keen to it because that's what they do. They always want to tell or to hear a new thing. But then when it comes to truth, well, they can't accept nothing else but the truth. He's saying, For thou, may we know of what this new doctrine whereof thou speakest is. For thou bringest certain strange things to our ears. We would know, therefore, what these things mean. For all the Athenians and strangers which were there spent their time in nothing else but either to tell or to hear some new thing. Then Paul stood in the midst of Mars Hill and said, Ye men of Athens, I perceive that in all things, ye are too superstitious. He's telling them he perceives that they are too superstitious. For I passed by and beheld your devotions. I found an altar with this inscription, To the unknown God whom therefore ye ignorantly worship. But what's he telling them? He's telling them that uh, he perceives that in all things that they are too superstitious. For he passed, for as I passed by and beheld your devotion, I found an altar with this inscription to the unknown God whom 
therefore ye ignorantly worship. Him declare I unto you. So here he's going to declare the unknown God that, or the unknown Elohim. Elohim that made the world and all things therein. Okay, Elohim made the world and all things that are in the world. Seeing that he is a higher of heaven and earth dwelleth not in temples made with hands. He's saying that Elohim does not dwell in things that are made in temples made with hands. He don't. Neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things. That's right. He's the maker. He's the one that created everything. He created all of us. Praise Ahia. I mean... Just like he's saying here, neither is worshipped with men's hands as though he needed anything, seeing he giveth to all life and breath and all things. Yes, he gives life to everyone and everything. And hath made... Of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitations. Yes, he made out of one blood all the nations of the earth. That's what it's saying here. And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth. So actually everyone's of one blood because of Noah. It says that we, Noah's sons, well, you've got Ham, Jaseph, Shem, Jaseph, or Japheth, Ham, Japheth, and Shem, the three brothers that are sons of Noah. Well, they all three came from Noah, so he's right about from one blood. To all nations, yeah. And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth and hath determined 
the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation that they should seek Ahiah if happily they might feel after him and find him. Though he be not far from every one of us. So we should be seeking him. We should feel after him. And seek him. So that he can be found. He's not far from us. Just like it says here. For in him we live. And move and have our being. Yes, in Him we live and move. If it wasn't for Him, we wouldn't be alive. Think about that. Think about it. We would not be alive if it wasn't for Elohim. For in him we live and move and have our being, as certain also of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. Yes. For as much then as we are the offspring of Elohim, we ought not to think that the Godhead is likened to gold or silver or stone graven by art and man's device. That's right. We're offspring of Elohim too. And we should not think that the Godhead is like silver and gold, gold or silver or stone, graven by art and man's device. In the times of this ignorance, Elohim winked at, but now commandeth, all men everywhere to repent. So times at times he winked at our ignorance. But now he commands everyone, all men everywhere to repent. So we all need to repent. We all need to get right with Elohim. Because he hath appointed a day in the which he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained whereof he hath given assurance unto all men in that he hath raised him from the dead. So he hath appointed 
a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. Yeah, he's going to judge the world in righteousness. on that day that he ordained, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men. He's given assurance unto all men in that he hath raised him from the dead. And when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked, and others said, We will hear you, hear thee again in this of this matter. Think about it. I mean, they were going with what he was saying and stuff, but when you mentioned the resurrection, that's what gets some people. But you know what? Without the resurrection, if it wasn't for a resurrection to happen, we might as well just be going about doing everything we want to do. Hey, live, you live, die, you die. Because there's no resurrection. That means when you die, you die. Think about that. But the thing is, we know for a fact through this word by faith that Yeshua rose from the dead. He's alive, coming back. He's changed my life. He's changed my life big time. He can do the same for you. That's the difference in this scriptures than compared to, say, Islam. They don't know where they're going. They try to have their good outwork the bad. Plus, a lot of them know what it says about their religion, about proselyting, and about uh, you don't become a Muslim, you get your head chopped off. Well, I'm not becoming a Muslim. They'd have to chop my head off. I just go by what the scripture says. I breathe it. I believe it. And it says, In the times of this ignorance, Ahia winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. That means we're to repent. Because he hath appointed a day in the which 
he will judge the world in righteousness by that man whom he hath ordained, which is Josiah. Because it says, whereof he hath given assurance unto all men, in that he hath raised him from the dead. He raised Josiah from the dead. Allahim did. Ahiah did. And when they heard of the resurrection of the dead, some mocked. And others said, We will hear thee again of this matter. So Paul departed from among them. Howbeit certain men clave unto him and believed among the which was Dionysius or Dionysius at the uh, Areopagite and a woman named Damaris and others with him with them. Think about that. Think about it. Without the resurrection, when we die, we're just dead. Without the resurrection, Christ died in vain. Why would Allahim's only son come and die and uh, it be uh, no resurrection? I believe in the resurrection. Because the scripture says so. And we all need Josiah in our lives. And I know he's coming back soon. And like in the last one, let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Verses 1 through 4. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel, which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ 
died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Praise Ahia. Now let's go to Luke 24. Verses 46-47 And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. Praise Ahia! says here is death, burial, resurrection. So we're to believe the death, burial, resurrection. And let's go to John 14, verse 6. Jesus, or Yeshaya, Yeshaya saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Yeshaya saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Let's go to Romans 10. Verses 9 and 10 and 13. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Master Yeshua, and shalt believe in thine heart that Allah hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. For whosoever shall call upon the name of Yeshua shall be saved. That's what it says. Praise Ahia. He paid the price for us. And also Luke chapter 9 verse 23. And he said unto them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. He wants us to follow him. He wants us to be like him. He wants us to change.
And let's look at uh, 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. What does that mean? That means if you're in Christ Yeshua, you're a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. That ain't my word. That's his word. The scriptures. And we're saved by the grace of Elohim through faith. They say not as... Well, it also says not of works, lest anyone boast. But the thing about it, though, is works goes hand in hand with faith. Without faith, it is impossible to please Elohim. And to make faith work, you got to believe. So isn't that a work in a way? But anyways, it's been a good night, a good evening. And everything's doing great. But anyways, we all need Josiah. And... Do not take that COVID-19 vaccination. Please don't. That may be the mark of the beast. And anyways, y'all have a blessed evening. In Yeshua's mighty name, peace and shalom. And I'll talk to y'all in the next radio broadcast. Peace and shalom and see y'all.